When I think of my wife, I always think of the back of her head. I picture cracking her lovely skull, spooling her brain, trying to get answers. Primal questions of any marriage. Up next, Gone Girl by David Fincher. Welcome to Genre Glitch. I'm your host, Brian Manor. This is Genre Glitch, and I am Edwin. Very first episode, man. Number one. <laughs> How you we feeling? Have been, we have been, I'm feeling very nervous for some reason. Mm. I think it's me, it's my presence, in general. I, there's a line uh, in the movie, something about, uh, what, what did Margot say? I, I was with you since before we were born. So, boy, please. It's not exactly accurate. It's not. It's not. Yeah. My, my point is, I've known you all my life. Uh, literally all your life. Yeah, all my life, not yours. So yeah. I came into your life and shook things up. Anyway, <laughs> this is what happens when siblings have a podcast together. Oh, uh-huh. this is a good idea. Uh-huh. Also, but, well, no, sorry, go, go. I'd like to thank everyone who sent in their requests. Oh, yes. Overwhelming. Yes. overwhelming. Oh, my days. So we had such a hard time choosing. I actually thought of creating some sort of, uh, you know, this this these game shows that have uh, this wheel, spin the wheel, whatever, <laughs> just to pick one at random. And the funny thing is, none of those movies was repeated. Not one of them. Yeah. The only thing that was repeated was uh, Sex Life. Yeah. Uh, Whoever sent that. The two of you, you know each other. You know yourselves. Whole. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, by the way, since we review movies on this podcast, and it's well advised you watch beforehand, although yes. I realize we didn't tell you what we're gonna. I think that, I think that's on us. But yeah, yeah, in the yeah. event you haven't watched Gone Girl, please do either stop now and watch it. Yeah, or just go ahead and listen, and Edwin will do a quick recap. And what then, it's about. you know, so spoilers ahead naturally, definitely, and then you can you know watch it later or not. It's up to you. So, woo, let me start with the first impression. No, no, tell them what the movie is about. <sighs> Summarize it. Fine, 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 fine. So, uh, we introduced to this lovely couple, you know, uh, boy, meets, boy meets girl at a party, and they have this banter from the beginning, you know. That's yeah, uh, always nice. It is, it is. Um... So they just show bits of their life. Yeah, they get married. And then as as life happens sometimes, unfortunately, uh, things don't go really well. And then uh, she disappears, you know. He comes home. She's not there. Uh, the living room is sort of a mess. But then it's, it's, a, it's a peculiar mess. You know, we'll get to that with, with this review, in this review. And then uh, the cops come in, or rather he calls the cops because, you know, she's missing. They, they try and look for, for her. Um, then he becomes the subject of the investigation. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, so it, it turns around that it, it's, it looks like he's the one who's responsible for her disappearance. He's the one who's responsible for her apparent murder because there's evidence linking him to you know, her being murdered. So at first the cops thought it was a kidnapping and then through a series of, you know, unfortunate events. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, so it, turns, it, uh, it looks like 
she's she's been murdered. It happened in the house. He's responsible. He's he, looking guilty as hell. Very guilty. He doesn't know how to act in front of cameras. That's, that's just... Anyway, yeah, we'll come to that. Yeah, and then... I don't know. I don't know what to say about the end. Let me say... And then it turns out she faked the whole thing and ended up getting kidnapped by... Well, not kidnapped, held hostage by another psycho who she killed. And then went back to her husband. Yeah. And then forces forced him to stay in the marriage and impregnated herself using a sperm sample he gave out like a year y- back. You know, when... That is not an exaggeration. That's <laughs> actually <laughs> what happened. And he's uh, losing his mind. He doesn't... It gets to a point, I think, he just succumbs to Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that yeah, also at the yeah. end. Okay. Right. So, yeah, your first impressions. The movie. Like, what did you feel watching this? Let me just start with the title and what I thought it, it was about. Sounds like a rom-com. It sounds it? like <laughs> a rom-com. And don't get me wrong, I have watched rom-coms. I have... Mm, I was about to lie and say, and say uh, nothing against them, but it would be... Hey, I actually enjoy them. I look here enjoy rom The thing is, I like, let me say, I like the good ones. I like, I love uh, movies like Ella Enchanted, you know. That's a rom I think so. Counts as one. Oh. I thought you'd talk about like Shopaholic or. Eh, I mean, those ones are as well. Hugh, what's his face? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant movies, you know. It just it gets to a point that they are so predictable. You can literally. Say the script, having never watched. Yeah, the but movie, you, you, you watch them speak. to make fun of them. The same reason we are watching Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're watching Love Island for the chaos. Okay. Chloe, mm. uh, we're we going to digress. Shout out to Liberty. <laughs> I know. Oh my days, Liberty is so pure. If you're listening, nah, don't hate me. Up. I'm <laughs> to black women. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, what you call people? Title to you off, and then. Right, yeah. So I thought I was getting into a rom-com and then the first time I heard about what it's really about, it's actually you who talked about it. Mm. Wow, those are many about in one sentence. Anyway, yeah, I, I never aspire it. I never aspire it. So you, you, you go into this movie thinking, oh, happy, happy, rom-com. Actually, one of my favorite uh, scenes is very mushy. That's a different uh, story, though. What's it, what's and then... Good? What is it? What's your what's your favorite scene? Well, that's that's not it. That's not the favorite scene. Oh. It's just one of the ones that you know I picked. Or oh, in their honeymoon phase. Yeah, exactly. So when they were still dating, getting no, actually, yeah, when they were still dating, getting to know each other. Mm. Uh, it's when when they was it the very first time they met. It could be. That's so it. they live. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Yeah. yeah. So they meet at this party, banter, banter, banter. Yeah, that was the first time they met. Mm. Yeah. Then he says, uh, wait, there's something I, I need to show you, I have to show you. So they go into this alley and then uh, there's a bakery that's I think, opening and there's so much sugar in the air. It's a, what, did they call it a sugar storm? Yeah, he called it a sugar storm. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Then he turns to her, he's like, you know, I have to kiss you now. Then I don't remember what she said, but then she he wipes uh, her lip, her lips, with his fingers. It becomes you know their thing, mm. yeah, um, yeah. And then things just take a turn. When, yeah, when yeah, you start I was watching seeing, you watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to facial <laughs> expressions priceless. 
Like if you could make sound, you just be like, hey. I I, I was really trying not to scream <laughs> after every uh, because of the time. I could tell like where you are in the movie. There's like con- there's like a smile, yeah, a small smile, yeah. Then there's concern, there's <laughs> shock, there's anger, and then there's just devastation. <laughs> that, that's a whole. Um, I think yeah, that was the, that was the end. Like when you walked in and found me at the at the credits. Mm. Yeah, I was just I was done. I was drained. I I I could not believe that it had ended that way. Yeah, n- now for me, my yeah. first reaction is women are evil. That that's the first thing I thought. Women are evil. You should have shot this during uh, Women's Slender Month. Anyway. <laughs> second, the second thing I thought about is why is it that everyone who recommended this movie to me is a woman? Including the one who <laughs> who sent in this request for to Jesus. watch this, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Shout I'm, out. I'm getting you con- know yourself. I'm getting concerned. Like, um, are they trying to send me a message? Act up, and I'll fake my death and frame you for murder, and then you almost die and completely destroy your life. Yep, that's. I think that's the message you're getting. Mm. Although I'll have to say, yeah, I'll have to say another takeaway I got is, you know, this thing women say that men are the ones who bring out the crazy in women. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, I actually see it here. This guy has really tried her. He's tried her throughout the movie. He has. He has. Like when, so uh, for those who haven't watched, he, he'd do this, um, that that lips thing, or was it the chin thing? The chin thing was a secret code. No, not secret, but uh, you know, the code. So when... Wait, okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. So the lips thing. Yeah. So that happened in the first stage of a romantic sugar storm. Now, um, I've forgotten her name. Amy. Amy. Amy's yeah. a wife. Yeah. So she goes to surprise Nick at the bar he owns. It's called the bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he finds out like some 19 year old. Mind you, they're like 40 or something. They're not that old, yeah, surely. They yeah, might look it. Yeah, they are. They're, they're not at, he's at least old, like, yeah. at least mid 30s. They're not okay, young. Fine, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so he's with this 19 year old, his student, actually. And then he does it's the knowing, same. It's knowing. It's knowing. It's knowing, so it looks like so, a sugar stone. So you know he used that line. Yeah, and then he, he does the same lips Ooh. thing on her. Oof, I just, I you, like, could see, you could see her eyes twitching, just ah. Uh, uh, that's the moment she snapped. Yep. Yeah, and uh, what else was going to say? Oh, another crazy thing he did. So the wife is missing. He thinks she's actually been kidnapped or something. Yeah. And then he has sex with this 19-year-old still yep. in his sister's house. Yep. <laughs> Madness. Oh, uh, I mean, I even I love, the sister I love men sometimes properly ticked off. And you know what? As a, so the title is misleading. But the moment the movie starts, it has a very ominous tone to it, like the color palette, mm. the music mm. seems creepy. Yeah. And I've been saying for a long time, Ben Affleck is just very villainous looking. He is. Like I don't, I just don't trust him as Batman. If, if he came to save me as Batman, I'd run away. Know? It depends on which Batman, but you know we're going to digress yeah. into yeah, a yeah. whole other thing. And it's it's very funny when um, Nick and Amy first met. That's how the chin thing started. She said, uh, "I find it hard to believe you. I think it's your chin. Makes <laughs> you too villainous." I was like, "Yes, <laughs> I like. Thank you. I really like. Actually, noted that line. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. It looked yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, so that's where the the code came from. So whenever he was, you know, being very frank, he'd hide his chin. You know, to show it. Mm. Yeah. And then, yeah, as you said, I love the witty banter. Mm. Mm. Throughout that, even even when things are bad, like I just love how they speak. Okay, that's true. So the way I describe it, it's like a dry robotic, but intellectually intimate way of speaking. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah, I love um, it. Man, if if a girl speaks to me like that, I'm in love instantly. Instantly. You are a very strange person. I am, but uh, I'm not like wrong. I enjoyed their banter. I enjoyed the dialogue in this movie. Oh my god! Anyway, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. But for you to want to be spoken to like that, I love it. I love it. Don't just hi, how are you? It's make it poetic. Make it like I mean, a novel. Fine, but there are better ways of going about this. <sighs> I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I I like that. Okay. I mean, you anyone who knows me know that, like that's, that's how I speak. If anything, you, I have to turn it down to speak to the masses. Do you now see why maybe this movie was recommended? <laughs> okay. Oh shit! Uh-huh. They think I'm Nick. Oh <coughs> my god! Oh my god! Um, I, I didn't say anything. Mm. And then another thing, uh, the last thing was just first impressions. When Nick and Margot at the bar, Margot being Nick's sister, twin sister. Man, I thought he was fucking her. They had a Do very, you know? They had a very weird sexual chemistry. And I'm like, for the most part, the movie is well casted. But these two are clearly fucking during the film. It was so weird. It really was. When, oh my when they said there's a twins siblings. Siblings. Like, what? Like, twins. Oh, I'm like, what? Who? Nah, yeah, they, they did not. Fucking. You sure. would not think they're siblings from that scene. Because they had the same kind of banter. That you see with Nick and Amy at the beginning. Yeah, she she said something about uh, fucking now fucking Amy. I don't know, fucking her hard and then slapping her face with your dick. <sighs> she should make. And like then saying, "There's your wood." <laughs> the joke, the joke was funny. And then you too find sexual, out that they're siblings. So you're like, mm, mm, "Pass. Yeah. Mm, I don't want it. Pineapples, mm. no." Mm. But there is a line that uh, he said as as he walked in. I think uh, Margot sprayed him with water. Uh, calling him your majesty or something. Then Nick went, uh, his majesty prefers not to be moistened. <laughs> moistened. <laughs> uh, that made me happy for some reason. Yeah. I think I think it's because of... Uh, like being moistened? Ne- That's it. No. You don't like the, being moistened? No. <laughs> the UK, the, the black British slang... Uh, uh, oh, being, being moist. moist. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you want to explain what that is to the... Ah, yes. <laughs> to the ones who do not follow uh, British culture. Like niggas in Canada. <laughs> Washing clothes with their, their, their bare hands. Um, please, first of all, if, if you're not active on Twitter, there's a lot that you're going to miss. We'll try and explain... But we're chasing listeners away. No, no, it's I'm just fine. saying. You'll be good. You'll be fine. But there's there's some things. <laughs> you need to join Twitter and <laughs> listen to us. No, no, not at all, not at all. But, but it's recommended. Oh, it's very, it's highly recommended. Anyway, being moist is being. I almost said another term, which I'd have to explain. I I really can't explain it. It's it's like uh, being soft or soft and or lame at the same time. Let's um, go with lame. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit so okay. Anyway, so my favorite scene, uh, I'm not yes. mushy like uh, my brother here. I said one, mm, yeah, no, I no, my actual favorite one, yes, yes, it's it's when Amy murdered uh, ah! what was his name do you know, do you know, uh, Desi, Desi, Desi Collins, that was my favorite scene, that was my favorite scene as well. So, I'm very like, surprised. Sorry, um, so what was happening is actually, I'm, I'm not explaining the movie again, so why, why I like the scene so much. First of all, how unexpected it was. Yeah. 
It was so gory, brutal, and then the music that was playing, like yeah. edge of my seat. And and the the, the like you really like even all these horror movies, you never have you feeling so much terror. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like chills. Chills. There's no And then the way the blood just oh my everywhere. Oh my days. Oh, there's yeah. no moment mm. that you're more vulnerable than when As you ejaculate. You know. Actually, after picking that as my favorite scene, I <laughs> <laughs> I coined a name for it. Um, okay, no, actually, I didn't pick it as my favorite. It's in Avlaid. Still, I'm more interested in the name. Yeah. yeah. So this, this is just one of my favorite pieces of cinematography. The way it was shot, the way, like Brian explained, the, the music at the time, you know. Mm. So um, if, if I was going to put a title, it would be Desi's Demise. The climax of his life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have laughed at that. Uh, maybe, maybe we did need uh, the wah wah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you laughed. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there are two other reasons why I really like this scene, despite you know the in spite of the visuals. So the fact that Desi and Amy are in such different minds at the moment. This man is in ecstasy. He's finally got the woman of his life. Is coming inside her. He's having a great time. Yeah. She's just waiting for the moment slit his throat. And she chose yeah. that moment. Yeah, so the way they'd like switch between their faces and you see... And mm, you know their... The different expressions. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, if you remember early on in the movie, they said that Desi, when they were dating in high school, tried to commit suicide on her bed. Yep. And then now, she killed him in his bed. Poetic. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> after, after he said to her, you will never get a better sleep. Something like that. Mm. And then you know he goes he to forever. eternal sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I shouldn't be celebrating that. Anyway, you get the point. Yeah, he's, he's a weirdo. No, no, very, very much so. But I, uh, you don't think he deserves to get his not not like slit. that. Surely, you know. Honestly, if you ask me, it's a good way to go. Like, if you're gonna kill me, at least make it worth my time. Again, my last memory would be my, uh, not. You know, that's that's a great way to go. I'm about to start singing uh, UB40's Reasons. This is why this movie was recommended. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, what else? Okay, so let's uh, let's dive in deeper into the movie. Yes. So, yes. Um, what are some pieces of you know, cinematography, writing, stylistic devices that, that, uh, that piqued your interest? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I I think I already mentioned this the the dialogue mm, yeah. throughout the movie. Honestly, I can't think of another movie off the top of my head that I've enjoyed this much from just the dialogue. Whether it's someone being interrogated, whether it's uh, you know Nick and Amy having their banter, Nick and Margot. Uh, yeah, the dialogue is just, it's simply beautiful. There's a, well, not a movie, but Fargo also has very, like, strange it does, it dialogue. Does, yeah. Grand Budapest Hotel. Ooh, has beautiful. No one recommended that yet. Okay, well, we are going to. Oh, we are going to review it okay. anyway. Yeah, please watch it. Please yeah. watch the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. So, um, so um, I think, excuse me, sorry. The 
the other thing I noticed or that I loved, uh, this is in terms of the cinematography, is the way the shots were done mm. or the way the, the movie was put together. So they show where we are right now, you know. Okay, so the non-chronological storytelling, basically. Yes, mm. there's that. And then the way it was done, mm. the specific way. So they show Nick at a press conference. Uh, someone from the crowd shouts, smile. His wife is missing, by the way. Yeah, He smiles. And then they cut to Amy writing in her book, in her notebook. And then they show what was happening at the time, you know, mm-hmm. the, at the, uh, what in the past. Yeah, and and it it it's just the little details. For example, when they spoke about Valentine's, <clears throat> sorry, when they spoke about Valentine's, they show Amy writing in the book with a red pen. Uh, you know, Valentine's. Yeah, oh. I just, I, I love that the attention to detail. Yeah, just to add to that, that was actually my favorite thing about the movie. The like I said, the non-chronological. It doesn't just start and then, ends. you know, follows and yeah, and ends. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I liked the juxtaposition of the past and the present mm-hmm. and how the past eventually beats the present and then it becomes, like, linear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's and like, you're, it's like uh, sorry, <laughs> go on, go on. Yeah, so, um, so the past is the honeymoon phase and then the present is you know, the bleaker, sadder, portion of their lives so do you remember the the scene of the proposal when oh yeah, yeah amazing course. amy yeah no yeah very nice i liked it very nice i, I love that he did it yeah so after he proposes she says yes and then leaning for the kiss if you remember that transitions smoothly into him getting a mouth swab at the police station <laughs> yeah yep. so p- yep. pitting the two phases of their life together to show how it, the conscious amplifies each of them so the happy part makes it look really happy yeah the sad part looks really sad yeah also like i mentioned i love the the music throughout the movie mm-hmm. so in the happier past they'd have like this hopeful romantic happy you GP, know yeah music yeah, exactly and then the past had this eerie ominous tone kinda, to kinda it kind of like what we played uh you know as brand said that line at the beginning yeah, yeah. the opening line of the movie actually mm. Mm. if you Notice the music changes gradually as a past and present merge. Yeah. So as the present gets bleaker, mm. the music also gets more depressing mm-hmm. until it gels into the depressing music of the present. Yeah. That's how you can tell like the two timelines. Timeline, so to speak. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. So yeah, as you said, small things that usually wouldn't notice. The color palette as well. You can just tell something's wrong. This is not a happy movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. Even when, so one another scene that I liked is she's she's narrating. So Amy's narrating what Nick did to her, how he's always wanted this school girl, you know. Uh, and they show Amy going about changing her look. And this time she's, this is, uh, I think, the day of uh, disappearing. Mm. Yeah. So she's driving away. She's dropping her, her fancy pens, actually really cool pens. Um, and then you see the the so-called cool girls. Like she spots them on the road. Uh, uh, she she described like a hippie, and then you see someone fitting that description. Mm-hmm. Someone up for the party life or something. Sports having wings at hooters or something. You know, yeah. she sees someone like that on the road. <clears throat> Sorry. So yeah, just the details. Mm. Details that went into. 
this narration. Yeah. Something else I, I really like, I didn't notice in my first watch. So this is my second watch. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of foreshadowing. Yeah. All right. Do you remember when, still, it was in the past. I don't remember at what point, but they were in the house, I think. So um, Amy and Nick are talking and Amy says, promise me you won't be like other couples. Wives who treat their husbands like trained monkeys to be trained and paraded. And then Nick replies, husbands who treat their wives like highway patrol to be evaded and outfoxed. Ooh. Ooh. So now when they show them after they move to Missouri, yeah. that's exactly how they're behaving. Yeah. So Nick complains how Amy would make him feel terrible, constantly belittling him, dissatisfied with him. Uh. Yeah. And then um towards the end of the movie, Amy confirmed this by saying I made him I made him smarter, sharper. I inspired him to rise to my level. I forged the man of my dreams. Mm, mm. Amy, Amy, on the other hand, uh, she says how oh, Nick uses me for sex whenever he likes. Otherwise, I don't exist. Mm-hmm. And there was that scene where he was going out and she asked if she could come with him. Yeah. He said no. Well, he didn't say no. He came up with an excuse. No, she, he, 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 asked, he asked. No, she asked if... Um, he, he can stay, stay home. He's like, no, I'm going to be with my friends. And then she's like, can I come? He's like, no, you wouldn't like them. You'll, get, you'll be bored. They're just my friends and from then high school I don't know or something. If she tried to insist again, then he's like, I thought we'd agree we wouldn't be one of those couples. It's like just gaslighting her, essentially. Yeah. So that's basically the wife being evaded and outfoxed. Mm-hmm. So they turn into the people they hated the most. You know, actually, there is such a line. Yeah. I forget who said it. But one of them said that exact line that they became the people they hated the most. Mm. Yeah, they turn into they turn each other into that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm, another b- before we move on from uh, cinematography and the 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 writing, the dialogue. He, Amy's homecoming. That's that's another scene I've named. So she manages to get away from Desi. Oh, oh my God! When she just appears covered in blood, you know. Walks up to Nick, falls, uh, falls in his arms, mm. <laughs> and then <laughs> as they're hugging, Nick whispers, "You fucking bitch." <laughs> no, that was after. No, no, no. That's when they were hugging. So after she came from the hospital. No, that's ah. when that's when she got home, <laughs> and then she kind of faints, you know. Uh. Then the camera pulls away, and you can see Nick holding her, and the and the cameras now the the press is all around taking photos, you know. Oh. Oh, <laughs> women! I tell you, women. Ooh, the reason you were sent. See, this man, we can't really compare some light cheating to <laughs> to framing someone for your own mother. Ooh, Jesus! Yeah, we are not this diabolical, honestly. Uh, on that note, uh, let's get into the themes of the movie. Yeah. So the most glaring one is obviously marriage and relationships. Mm-hmm. That's the main theme. Yep. Love so and marriage, love and marriage. <laughs> Do you remember that show? No, you don't. No. Oh wow. But am I supposed to? You well, ma'am. I mean, given it's one of those given older shows like yeah, Perfect yeah, yeah. Strangers. So and yes. Oh, it's this on one. Jay. Jay exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Jay I from Modern uh, Family. Modern Family. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know the name, but yeah, yeah it's yeah, a one. I remember one. So they show how basically something can start off so well and end so badly. Uh, yeah, and like I said. I I will have some accountability, you know. 
not Some. a woman. <laughs> okay, I'm joking, by the way, guys. <laughs> is he? Um, so, I, I, for me, what stood out is like how men actually contribute to psychotic behavior in women. I'm not saying it's their fault all the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you remember when they moved to Missouri and she's narrating this and she says, Amy says, Nick is happy to be home, but I don't know if he's happy I'm with him. Yeah. I feel like I've been loaded by mistake. Mm. So she's had a bunch of these festering thoughts just eating away at her, no the reassurance. And if, even the the guy she <laughs> the guy oh, the guy she falsely accused of rape. When Nick spoke to him afterwards, he said he realized like she was too much for him. And then Nick was like, So did you end things like no no, no I just like backed away. Just okay. wait, wait, wait. before 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 you even go further than that, when he met that guy, mm. as Nick was about to sit down, the guy told him, "You'll need a drink for this." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's just like, I, yeah, I just walked away. Yeah, like yeah, guys do that all the time. Like instead of breaking up with someone, you just you, you infuriate them or just detach to a point where they'll do it oh, for you. I know that is a common tactic. It is, unfortunately. Yeah. Actually, I can't count the number of men I know who actually like they're tired of a relationship and they're like yeah, I'm gonna end it just like oh man I'm so unhappy she's calling he just ignores it like ignores her calls as often as he can just, yeah. to, yeah. just to get her to break up with him yeah uh, on the other hand it? on the other hand women women we love you but uh, there's also a theme here for this obsession with fixing and finding a man you like to some extent mm-hmm. and then just making them your project and forcing them to change into your ideal partner. Forging the man of your dreams. Yes, which obviously will end up in resentment. So it's like a vicious cycle that just feeds. Yeah. Yeah. Also, from the same um, theme, I picked up last because, you know, uh, what was her face? Um Margo. No, God, no. <laughs> the the student. Uh, Andy. Andy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Last no, on whose part? It. Both of them. So no, on Nick's part. She didn't have last. Uh, I mean, we don't really see her that well. Okay. The first scene, she immediately jumped on him, and they had sex. Yes. I mean, that's that's just because there's attraction. They had sex in a barn. A we, shed. <laughs> I shared actually. Yeah, I, would, I would shed. Yeah. Their office. Yeah. So my point is we don't really see her character. I can't say for sure. But last goes both ways. You can't say it for does, sure. It does, it does. The thing uh, No, still, still. My point remains we don't see enough of her. No, okay, but she's still fucking a married man in in sheds and his in his office and his sister's living room. She could just be horny. Isn't that last? What is last? That's just. What is it? How would it, you define is it? Is last just like um, sustained horniness, <laughs> like excessive horniness that that doesn't leave? Yeah, I mean, fine. Uh, if if that's an accurate description, For then Nick actually seemed like. Well, obviously it was clear he'd get bored of her at some point, but yeah, he seemed to to care about her. He did. He did. He's yeah, not so I wouldn't person. even say. Yeah, I wouldn't say it last. Because last is literally like just using someone as a sex object. Was he not? Did did Amy not say he was using her? 
he he was using her but i don't think it was just as a sex object i think he as most people they enjoy feeling loved and adored and obviously that age difference fed into that uh, okay she wasn't just like a piece of us to him that's what i'm saying all right not I that mean, it makes it any did. better if he's using her for other things yeah yeah and he did granted he did say that she's a nice person so yeah yeah fine i concede thank you thank you um so, oh something else the uh, duality of emotions mm. yeah mm-hmm. so it's it's still in line with like how something can start off well and so badly so intense love and hate being like two sides of the same coin yeah and love can ch- intense love can ch- can now change to hate gradually and you know hardly being noticeable mm-hmm. which is exactly what happened to them yeah like it it had been festering for a while and reached a point where you know she goes to such extreme measures although she's done it in the past and she's clearly crazy yep. but you see this a lot in everyday relationships also friendships relate like romantic relationships marriages mm-hmm. yeah like you're so close to someone and then sustained period of Uh, nastiness well not nastiness you just kind of like drift away resentment and at the end it's just anger actually yeah that's true mm. yeah it reminds me of uh, the Uchiha clan <laughs> <laughs> that's that's in Naruto it's an anime <laughs> for an anime listeners okay. yeah 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 so this Uchiha clan uh they're seen as like very vengeful they're very powerful and they're seen as very vengeful and they get the power from hate but then as the story continues it turns out that they're actually the clan with the greatest capacity to love you know and when that love is lost it turns into intense hate and only by adding to that hate do you unlock all the possible powers but yeah yeah that you yeah that's actually quite deep you guys should watch anime You should if idea. you don't. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to put you on a lot of stuff. Yeah. On a movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about series. <laughs> Love Island. <laughs> Love Island. Now anime. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, will, next will be music, you know. That theme is women can drain your life. I think that goes <laughs> you watching. It's it's crazy. Because let's talk about Amy. Right. Okay, so it's it's a fact that women can drain your life. And no one will believe you. Like you're just done. At all. You're the bad guy. So this guy, um, what's his name again? Tommy. So Amy was seeing Tommy. Uh, she was being intense, trying to fix him as usual. He starts detaching. Amy's like, okay. So she basically, um, she initiates sex. Um, asks you know for it to be like super rough, like super super rough. And then which she seems into at the time. Seems into. They haven't done it before but you know she wants to be tied up. Yeah, and then this guy just slapped with charges. Like the next morning first degree felony rape. Yeah. 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 So he had to plead to sexual assault to avoid jail time. Mm-hmm. And now he's he's talking about how he can't get he can't get employed. It's how many years was it? How long was it since he got employed? I think like 15. I don't, I don't no, not 15 remember. years. He Is said sure? he hasn't gone on a date in 10 years. I don't know. He hasn't had a job in how many years. Okay. Yeah. The man can't get employed. He can't meet anyone else because they Google his name and find him on the sex offender list. Yeah. 
his <laughs> neighborhood watch is constantly on his case because he's a sex offender. He's a dead sex offender, exactly. His life properly ruined. There's Dazzy, a weirdo, but you know he had his throat slit. Yep. After being and he said he when they were talking he admitted that or he complained like you've been leading me on for twenty years. You know. So since high school she's been leading him on. Keeping yeah. him dangling, just you actually use the word dangling, dangling, yeah, yeah. which is again something women do uh-huh. very well. Just you know, keep the you give him a little, just enough to keep him friends. around. Yeah, mm. it's very crazy. And just um, also Andy, she just throws him under the bus by the way because he's not replied to a few texts. Yeah, like and her actions could have actually. Well, they did have an impact on the case, but imagine now if this guy goes to jail and gets a lethal injection mm-hmm. because you decided to go on a press conference and say we had an affair. Like, yeah. just calm down, man. Like, she she got mad because he was saying that he loves his wife and he hopes he comes. Of course he has to say that. <laughs> you know, yeah. So in the movie, he tells us that the morning of their fifth year anniversary, was it the fifth year? Mm-hmm. Well, it, was, it was the it was fifth, fifth year. year. Yeah. He was going to, you know, tell her that he wants a divorce, and Amy could see it coming. So she plans this whole thing around how well she knows him. I had a point to this. What was my point? We're talking about how women can ruin your life. Well, yes, and we're talking about Andy. It's because you mentioned throwing Andy him, throwing him under the bus just because he. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. So he can't then. You know, the wife has disappeared. She's been kidnapped from the looks from the look of things. At that at that point, they were already suspecting murder or something. And in like majority cases, it's always the spouse. Yeah, you know, it's it's always at home. Yeah. So he then can't turn around and not want her back. Seem like he doesn't want her back because that, that'll just prove his guilt. He can't yeah, he can't stand there. It's like, thank you for coming out here to help me look for my wife. You can go home now. However. No, stay on. <laughs> Help me look, but I just want you to know she's gonna be my ex-wife because the day she went missing, I was actually gonna divorce her. And that girl over there, see that nineteen-year-old, my student. Yeah. I'm actually fucking, and I love her. Yeah, that's the one I want to be. So, with. yeah, just good job, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Yeah, but I don't love my wife, and but I still care if you find her. Like it's it's. Oh, it, really, it wouldn't go down well. Man, she really she really fucked him though. Mm. Um, betrayal. Yes, it's a very apparent theme. Yeah. So betrayed him. Uh, so, as much as Nick said some things just to get to Amy, I feel like some of them were true. So this this uh, this show he went on. I forget the name of the the hostess. Mm. He talks about how he became or pretended to be the man. She wanted him to be. Oh, that was you know? true, definitely, because yeah. she admitted that that's at the end. Yeah, yeah, that uh, she's proud of him because mm. he finally became the man she wanted him. You know, even Tommy said uh, she's a fixer up and that's what she does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, in that sense, Nick betrayed Amy, and then the whole movie is about Nick being framed for her murder. So I feel like that's ultimate betrayal. I don't really need uh, to go. Wait, how did Nick betray Amy though? Huh. Oh, by pretending to be. So, oh, but he was pretending for her because that's who she wanted. Yes, but that's not that 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 pretense didn't last long enough. It didn't actually didn't last at all. 
also by not maintaining it you betray them okay so <laughs> are you saying a, in a sense where okay so you like this girl yeah she likes a certain type of guy mm-hmm. so you pretend to be someone else so that you can be with her yeah you consider that betrayal kind of if you, if you, it's kind of like leading someone on if someone thinks you're this person and you're only doing it because you know they like a certain person mm. you know but don't people do that uh in the initial talking dating stages doesn't make it any less uh what we trail i think it does i think it does because does it? if you're courting someone uh-huh. and like you've just started talking to this girl and she says oh my god like you're saying a tweeting i hate anime i hate anyone who talks about anime yeah oh you love anime uh-huh. and you look at her and like oh, damn. well assuming you're single yes assuming important caveat it's a, it's a big <laughs> assumption yeah, like damn the ass is fat so if you slide in the dm uh-huh. you're not going to slide in with an anime meme no but you, then you know you won't know, lie that you don't watch anime no. but you're not going to mention it no until you've reached a point where you've secured you know your position yeah. yeah and then that's when you can she can catch you watching anime or something so to some degree everyone does it to some degree assuming you're not immediately compatible which obviously is ideal but because you could reach a point and she likes you enough to just overlook the anime we're talking about a married couple this is i mean there's levels to this yeah, yeah. that's why it's, it's like it's the same it's the same concept it's the same concept different levels that's my different point different degrees yeah yeah but i don't know i feel like it happens all the time yeah uh okay yeah. it's it's very hard to know because like think about it this way Like we said, our relationships start so well and they end badly. So many people start dating someone and then they're like, oh my God, this my partner turned into a completely different person. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think they just reverted back to the old self. To the old self, yeah, exactly. So everything else at the beginning was just someone else. Yeah. 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 So I, maybe there's a different word for it. I don't know if betrayal is the right one. So betrayal Deceit, is too heavy? No, betrayal means there's like trust. And you broke that trust. That's how I see betrayal. But okay. but that was you just trying to be someone else to appease, to appease them. them. And you couldn't sustain it long enough. Mm. Mm. Let me say again that I'm surprised we're agreeing. Or you mani- you've managed to convince me twice now. Because I'm always right. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Right. Uh, um always a pleasure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's <laughs> getting the eyes away. Uh appearance versus reality. Mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's a Elaborate. mouthful but uh elaborate. All right. So from the looks of things Nick is uh, guilty of Uh, let's say murder at this point you know of murder mm. amy is off somewhere building a new life making new friends you know that uh, the couple she met <laughs> at the pool yeah the white trash couple yeah do you remember when they were watching news and uh, it was that interview nick gave yeah then that the white trash girl yeah uh, she was like i don't know she seems a very stuck up yeah exactly 
when she went to like the washroom, did you see Amy scooting over to her drink and spitting in it? Of course. <laughs> yeah, you know, at first I thought she, uh, she had spat in like a a drug or something. Man, I honestly have a problem. I, Amy just, uh, why am I attracted to that one? Well, minus minus the, you know, the everything, but also the, the everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I okay. <laughs> let's let's just uh, let's not get into that. Thank you for sending this recommendation because you clearly knew what you were doing, and uh, it was targeted at the right person. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> It's a I'll just say, I'm just saying, I'm mm. just saying. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, wait, yeah. So, and then the reality, they finished my point. So, the yeah, appearance so like is... like subverting expectations. Oh. Say again? Subverting expectations. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Or not everything is what it seems. Exactly. Um, yeah. All that glitters is gold. Yeah. All the shooting stars. Break the mold. Music. Smash mouth. Please. See, if you don't actually know, had to restrain myself from continuing. We're going to we can do the whole song. If you don't know Smash Mouth, please listen to Is it called All Star? The movie. They watch oh, the song. Yeah, the song is called All Star. Yes. And we should watch Ratris. Watch <laughs> watch Ratris. Watch Shrek. Please. Oh, it's in Shrek as well. It's in Shrek, yeah. Okay. Because uh, there's this... There's oh, this, really? Uh, you watch a lot of movies. Huh? We have. There's this... <laughs> so you have this podcast. <laughs> uh, there's this meme I saw, how to... I don't know. It says how to get millennials or something. I don't... Mm. It doesn't matter. That's besides the point. So it's just... You see, S-O-M, and then Shrek kicking open the, the door to his latrine. Mm. Like he's already inside. Uh, oh, the opening to Shrek too. Somebody yeah. once told me exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think we can move in onto the characters, although I think we've said a lot already. Uh, well, obviously Nick and Amy are the main characters. There's a lot of meat to dig into. Yeah. So first of all, I'd say great casting on the part of Nick Ben Affleck as Nick. The man looks villainous. I would not trust him. If he entered my house, I'd be on edge. I'm like, what is he going to do, man? I know he's an alias Hollywood actor. He just seems... I mean, he, um, didn't he seem more human after he shaved his beard or his stubble? No, he's he's just... Even like... when he's, It's crazy. Like, okay, okay. The thing is, I've watched, me. I've watched me. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Ah, yeah. Shush, shush. And I do like him as Batman. I didn't say I don't like him as Batman. Oh, okay, I just okay, said fine. he seems very villainous. All right. He seems very villainous. Okay. Uh, and I love how all the other characters are aware of it. So even like uh, Margot. Margot? Margot, yeah. Margot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, she tells him, like, when you bottle up, you get offensive. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you turn, on your, you turn on your mama's boy charm mm-hmm. and you seem glib. <laughs> Actually, now, this guy. It seemed like an attack to his to his character, to Ben Affleck, it, 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 not not Nick. Yeah, look, that's what I'm saying. This is a perfect casting. Okay. Perfect casting. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, as we said, this movie is directed by David Fincher. Woo! Wait, wait. Before we move on from the cast. No. Uh-huh. No, I'm just uh, just saying, like, if you need any more okay. reason uh-huh. to watch this. All right. He's also directed Fight Club, mm. Seven. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. 
the second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Man, when we review Fight Club, I think we're going to have to be like a five-part series. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, sorry. It's very yeah. rare for a movie to have me erect throughout. Erect emotionally. <sighs> emotionally. Also physically. Seems like I'm going to be saying <laughs> a lot on this podcast. Uh, anyway, so yeah, perfect casting for him. So th- that uh, phrase uh, Margot said to him, it was perfectly exemplified when that woman asked for a selfie. So he does both emotionless. Uh, oh, sorry. So when he's asked for the selfie, initially he's like, uh, no, I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah. And then he smiles. For the that mama's boy charm. Uh-huh. Which is very weird. And then he realizes he's done that and he he's, immediately he's gets... Press con? Was it a press? No, no, no. It was a volunteer. When they gathered to meet up, yeah. Yeah. Then he immediately turns aggressive. You know, trying to get the phone to delete it. Yeah. He did ask her, and then he snapped when she she wasn't cooperating. So like, man, Amy knew this, and she just exploited it so much. She like knew. even waiting for his smile at that press conference. Oh my days. Yeah. And yeah. even when the cops, when they were taking his DNA samples and whatever, is like. I feel like I'm law and order. Dun, dun, dun. Then he starts <laughs> singing like, the, the bro, theme song. What are you doing? What? <laughs> Your wife is missing. You're out here singing TV oh show theme songs. Oh. Crazy, yeah. Um, yeah, anything else for Nick? Um, I, Nick, I don't know. I think we've covered everything. The From, from just talking about how brilliantly he was cast the the banter between him and Amy and you know anyone else he's talking about mm. um i think the only thing i'd add is that because of this disposition because of what mago uh, tells him and explains he doesn't know how to express his feelings and in this context in this scenario where he becomes uh, a suspect rather than uh, what a victim a victim yeah it just makes him look that much more guilty yeah it's a worst possible occasion to not be, not be able to express your emotions yeah. yeah yeah a lot of men would suffer from this yeah kenyan african men black men why generally. why wait why do you say so no socialized not to show emotions oh actually and express them at all yeah yeah. So you could be bottle them. A whole tornado on your insides. You're doing a press conference and you look like you're just sending out an email Another or something. Day. Yeah. I hope this finds you well. <laughs> yeah, my mm-hmm. wife is missing. I hope you keep safe. Find her. Regards. <laughs> kind regards. I don't mean kind, just regards. Just regards. I, just, uh, I don't say kind regards. You what? <sighs> you what? You what? I'm saying kind regards. Regards. Oh, this is this your email signature. It's regards, not kind regards. Are you are you sick? Well, I'm not hating on them. That's too sexual. What Ki- kind? <laughs> kind regards. Who are you? Jesus man? Christ! I think we'll have a whole episode just to dissect this. I say regards. No, I heard that some people they they're like warm regards. I'm like you're not warm with me. <laughs> so Take so kindness back. is. I'm just trying to order something from your shop. Sexual. No, not sexual. It's it's too intimate. Let me say that. It's too intimate. It's kind. Kindness. Warm, moist. Don't use those words. You who moist would regards. use moist? I mean, I won't name them, but uh, a few online shops have responded. To it. 
No, okay, they haven't, but it's it's along the same. If your family find kind, I might have warm. to save that side as a sound. No, it's it's and basically just like lots of whenever love. you lots of no, love. No, the fuck it. XO XO. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's really good. Matter of fact, oh. we're professionals here. So I can't let's keep it professional. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Kind regards is professional. Yeah. yeah. Let's agree to disagree. Let's not. Moving on. Oh, talk about Amy. Can you recover from this? I know you send emails on a daily basis. But yeah, I would just want to use regards. Yeah, I'd block you. I just send you to spam. I don't care what <laughs> I am the hell. I'm very genial throughout the email. And then you end with regards. I'm like, good morning, Edwin. I hope this email finds you well. Have you seen this translation of email speak? So what someone says in an email and what it actually means. Oh, like the passwords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, let's say if they haven't seen something you really sent... Mm. Or even like as per the previous email. Mm. Like, I like uh, nigga, did you not see this? Yeah, and no, I'm not doing that. So Amy, Amy, uh, where does Amazing Amy? Amy? Amazing Amy. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, you also be turned on by her. Because no, tell from you, Jesus, I like okay. the okay. actress. My God. Huh? So yeah. all props to Rosamond Pike, Rosamond Elizabeth. Is it Mary? I forget. I won't say that. Pike. Yes, yeah, yeah. Fine. I mean, if you're Googling her entire name. I just Google to see. Okay, it's fine. Why okay, have seen her? Proceed, proceed. Uh-huh. Right. Um, she's such a good actress that she's acting within her character, if that makes sense. No. So... She's supposed to be this. Uh, yeah, she's, she's supposed to be this uh, loving wife, and uh, well, granted, she was until she saw Nick doing the lip thing, and then she snapped on the inside. So as she's plotting how to get back at Nick, you see her acting, acting, taking, picking the role. Oh, oh, oh. so basically acting like two different people within the movie. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so that's that's why I say that she seems no, no, she seems like that she's she's acting within her character. Yeah. Uh, no, I've not seen many people pull that off. Um, and then the lengths, Lord have mercy, the lengths Amy goes. To, to get what she wants. Or rather, yeah, yeah, to get what she wants, be it someone, be it revenge. So from the characters we described, uh, framing someone for rape just because he, he was pulling away because he found her too intense. And then, um, yeah, this case for Nick, she, she read... Uh, like there's a scene you see her in the middle of this planning. There's the, the table is just full of books. She's watching documentaries. Well, crime She's, scenes, how people usually get caught. You know, like basically how to get away with murder. Crimes, yeah. But then... And even the diary entries. Right. She knew what she was doing. So she even explains how at the beginning it has to be, it has to be factual. It has to be the, 
it has to be Nick and Amy, the the loving couple being introduced, and then things going sour. And, and the reason why that was uh, important is later on when Nick is being questioned about the diary, yeah, he was asked about the factual ones first, and he's yeah. like, yeah, of course, yeah, that, that happened. True. Then when this the lies came in. He was like, okay, no, that didn't happen. Yeah. So obviously, it's not very really believable. You know, because that's actually the way to lie to people. Not that I would do that, but you basically Trojan horse the lie. Yeah, you you throw in the lie within truths. You ask where you are. Uh huh. You mention some truths. Okay. Within the yeah yeah, but then the the lie is just like yeah, somewhere in the middle. And usually, people will believe you. Another sign I'm going to save. For this is the reason <laughs> this movie was recommended. <laughs> I just lack psychology. Yeah, sure, sure. And I'm for this let's, in practice. Let's, let's go. Let's go with that. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? What do you yeah. think about Amy? Yeah, Amy. Amy is a textbook psychopath. Textbook. Textbook. Yeah. So most people don't uh, know the difference between a psychopath and a sociopath. No. And actually, on my other podcast, it's like a talking episode. Uh, Shameless plug, but please listen to it. It's very shameless, yes. Episode 15. Uh, we talk about this. So, uh, they have some similarities about not uh, feeling emotion, not empathizing, um, usually not forming connections between other connections with other people. Um, but the main difference is a psychopath is, first of all, very good at mimicking human emotion. You your partner, your friend, your parents, it could be psychopaths and you'll never know. They're very, they tend to be very intelligent and they know how to mimic human emotion even if they don't feel it. So someone you could be with for like 50 years, maybe felt nothing towards you at all at any point. But they're so good at faking it, you'll never know. And they do it, they, they've been doing it for their whole lives so that, you know, they, they stay within society. Yeah. And if they ever commit a crime... They're usually very calculated and measured about it. Like Amy, who's who spent years, months or years planning this whole thing yeah, really to a T. She had a whole schedule. Yeah. A sociopath. Calendar. Yeah. A sociopath, on the other hand, is very impulsive. They don't think things through. Yeah. So you could there's stories of like how um someone looked at another person badly and then they got their face bashed into the pavement. That guy is now serving life. That's a sociopath. Mm. They don't think about consequences. They don't think far ahead. Mm. So Amy is a psychopath. Another misconception about uh, antisocial behavior, which you know psychopaths and sociopaths fit into. Yeah, it's not that it's not 100% true that they don't care about anyone or they don't get attached to anyone. Okay. There's actually a number of stories where I even saw one on Reddit how this guy said his daughter is a is uh, a psychopath. I'm yeah. the asshole. Yeah. yeah, his daughter is a psychopath, and she's been seeing this guy for a long time, and they're about to get married, and he's wondering should I tell the fiance? Because you know they might even have children. Doesn't he deserve to know? But he also goes on to say she's been like getting therapy for. A very long time, and she's somehow managed it. Yeah, so she doesn't do anything outwardly psychopathic. And clearly, if she's been with this one for a long time, she has some attachment to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that they 
literally do not care about anyone around them. Maybe they don't care like us, but they do form attachments in one way or another. Okay. So Amy again text a psychopath and Kelly she's a she's attached to Nick. She is. Yeah, she is. For whatever reason. She is. Yeah. Yeah. And then Nick happened and you know happened to catch the Stockholm syndrome. But uh, we'll get to that at the towards the end. Actually we can yeah, we can conclude that looking at the time here. Oh okay. Yeah, unless you want to talk about other characters. Uh I just want to maybe do a special shout out to Tana. The the lawyer. Ah, uh, <laughs> Tyler Perry. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever I see Tyler Perry in a movie, I just I cringe and get annoyed. I get upset. I think he, he really wanted to be a lawyer. And is I don't he, what is he he's always a lawyer as his, as himself. When, when he's himself, yeah. yeah as himself. He's Not always as my some, dear. Exactly. Lawyer, businessman, someone rich, someone. I mean, and if you notice, Margo really wanted to fuck him. What's that? Well. Margo. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like they were when they were deposing him. Uh huh. She, she was a little too close. At the end of the movie, the last scene. Yeah. One of the last scenes when the Nick, Margo, Tana, and the cop. Uh-huh. Oh, that airport, yeah. and he's leaving. Yeah, yeah Elvis like, has I'll left Missouri. Sorry. Yeah, she she wanted some of that. Okay, uh, <laughs> I did. I didn't catch that. I'm not going to dispute it. But then Margo had this attraction with, I'd say, all characters. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. By the way, she's um actually let me remember her name. I have to remember her name. As as you try and rack your brain, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So I generally do not watch as a, as a rule of thumb. Any movie that has Tyler Perry in it, yeah. This is except for the very first Madea. I've never rewatched it. You watched like two or three with you. Did you? <laughs> yes, I only liked the very first Madea. That's my point. And you know, there's there's this scene that stuck with me when, uh, oh my days, I've forgotten her name. Uh, she was chewing gum in the car. And my dear was like, "Baby girl, you better stop popping that gum." Anyway, that, that it's a uh, it's just it's refreshing to see it's it's not a new movie, but you know it's refreshing to see Tyler Perry acting as himself first of all, as an actual person, not even as himself. No, not not yeah, not not <laughs> a caricature, you know, of black people. Yeah, Mother and uh, the way he portrays uh, lawyers. Uh, so lawyers are generally say to be scum. I would I would take offense being one myself, but I really I, I tend to agree that uh, which part of my sentence the do you agree what, with? The first word. Okay. Liars tend to be scum. Yeah. Liars. Um, Cheats. It's true. That's that's Cards just the, the, the sad part. It's just most people who are lawyers happen to be horrible people, whether regardless of what made them that way. Uh, so it's 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 nice to see him even as a lawyer you know he's he's brought on shows and called the what is he called the the something like wife killer defender something like that yeah yeah and then you know took it in stride and he's good at what he does yeah yeah but uh i'm assuming from that name he tends to defend such cases like men accused of killing women So yeah, he does. Which <laughs> they could be guilty. They could be guilty. Yeah. They could be innocent. They 
Yes. Yeah. The way the way the justice system is made, this is going to go off on a tangent, is that you're supposed to prove someone's guilt. No, I know that. I'm just saying, Tyler, we don't know uh, all the cases he did. No, we don't. We but don't. Clearly, from his character, he just picks the most interesting or most high-profile ones. Yeah. So that's not exactly a refreshing take on lawyers. I think it's the opposite. No, no, just him. Just him as in as an actor. Can you oh, call him an okay. Actor? Yeah. So I just I liked the way he portrayed this character. Okay. I enjoyed seeing him. I enjoyed the the interactions he had with Nick and. Yeah, no. I mean, it, was, it was a bit witty. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was all. Yeah. All right, so let's let's conclude here. All right. Mm. So, mm-hmm. um, one of the questions the movie poses at the end, yeah, is does Amy actually want Nick back? Because the first time I watched this, mm-hmm. I thought her going back to Nick was just out of convenience because of what happened with uh, Desi. Then I rewatch it and I'm like, huh, she actually does want him back. Yeah. She's impressed with how he carried himself. And remember in Desi's house when they're eating? Yeah. And she puts her cup, whatever. It was a pudding. Bowl, I think. Yeah, whatever. She puts her bowl down. Yeah. Staring at Nick doing the interview. Mm. And then she picks up Desi's. Oh, really? She, yeah, she picked up Desi's. Oh, wow. And he's seeing that. Yeah. And that's oh, why even yeah, Azwine. So, so Desi, Desi was getting upset, yeah. 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 Like she can see how mesmerized she is with, with Nick. Mm. So even if she didn't kill him, she wanted to go back to Nick. And uh, yeah, even when they meet, she's like, yeah, I was so impressed with you. You turned to the man I wanted, blah, blah, blah. And like you asked me to come back. Yeah. You yeah, asked me to she, save your life. And yeah. I obliged. Yeah. And then there's a whole, yeah, impregnating herself. Mm. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like she was talking to Nick afterwards and she was like you can't leave me like this is your you know your kid, your wife was kidnapped raped, blah, blah blah they destroy you yeah so he's basically been put in a corner Um. so the question from that now okay I have two questions okay first of all in this whole mess of theirs who is more at fault one. Okay. Secondly, uh, well, we already know what Amy does. I won't ask what you would do as Amy because. Please don't tell <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what What would you do if you're Nick? Right. So let's start with the first one. So who's who's more at fault? Who's at fault? Like net fault between Amy and Nick. Amy. You could say that. You you could say that. Could say that, but okay. Wasn't Amy driven to that? When they show the flashbacks yes. of how Nick behaved, mm-hmm. um, the person he turned into just the resentment, using her for money, the physical abuse. True. Yeah. yeah. The cheating. Yes. Like it was take her to Missouri, like a New York girl being taken to. She agreed. Yeah, yeah I know. and and she said like she just felt like unwanted luggage. Mm. Imagine taking someone you don't even want anymore to like the village, mm. to the navel of the U.S. As she put it. Yeah. yeah, all those things. Now I'm not saying her reaction was proportional. To that's <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm. It wasn't waiting to. I'm so if to there's already someone with the tendency to be psychotic, uh-huh. and you provoke them to the extent where you evoke that psychosis. <laughs> Whose fault is it? See, it's, it sounds like you're defending Amy. 
I'm not defending Amy. She's crazy and she deserves to be locked up. But Nick is far from innocent. The amount of things he's like, not. Yeah. Oh my God! By no means is he innocent. He's yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You already have someone who's crazy. Yeah. 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 And you have someone who at Amy's step of the way after the very brief honeymoon phase mm-hmm. has brought it out of her. Yeah, the cheating, the abuse, emotional, physical, or everything he did. Like, you remember that sex scene they showed? At the mirror. Ayy. That was, that was, I actually Good felt that. Good, man, yeah. You see what I mean? Like, is it, Look at how he treated her. It's I crazy. know. She's just like garbage. Not, like the worst possible. Defend him at all or any of his actions. Even it's that box he kept, uh, which Margot called a, a box, box of, of hate. hate. Yeah. <laughs> Nick has numerous issues. And I'm not even going to try and defend him. But then Amy killed someone who she called out of the blue Framed to getting robbed, yeah. Then he tried to imprison her. Uh huh. So framed, <laughs> framed uh, someone who didn't want her for rape, and tried to frame Nick. Hello, we're not talking about Tommy. Let's let's focus on on just Nick, Nick and Amy's relationship. Okay, yeah. So um, that's what I'm asking. Who's at fault, really? Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not going to budge. <laughs> I my my vote still sticks sticks to Amy. So you guys, you let us know on our Twitter, Instagram, engage with us, tell us who tell is smart for Personally, so. you know. Yes. Yeah. Um second question. Yeah. What do you do as Nick? She's pregnant or claims to be pregnant. You really can't leave because of the <laughs> social implications. Wow. Um Yeah, there's no I'm staying. I See, you're leaving your kid with that psychotic woman. <sighs> your child who she will obviously raise to <laughs> completely hate your guts. <laughs> there's nothing you're going to say if you ever meet. Oh my days. I I don't know. Let me say I don't know. I generally don't know. No, I gave an answer. It's not, I why? don't know. Why? What do you mean why? Because that's a question. That's an answer. I don't know. No. You say what you're going to do. I don't know is not an answer. As you think. This Please. Is I'm going to stay. I'll stay. And don't look. It's not because I'm turned I'm not judging. Craziness. That's what I thought, but I'm not no, judging. No, no, This is serious. I'll stay because that's my kid. And uh, although it was not consensual, uh my responsibility from the moment someone is bearing my child is to that child yeah so um i could reach i'll stay and bide my time there will be a window to either push off a cliff <laughs> <laughs> slowly poison her i just ran away with them but i cannot leave her the hands of someone who do something like that because the whole she didn't even want kids at the she never wanted kids, although Nick did. So this is all just a ploy to keep in the yeah to keep up appearance to seem popular. So you think about it that way. You leave. She could just send you a video. 
It's like a kid blindfolded or something. Okay. Okay. So I'll uh, I'm going to stay there and look for a way. I'll pretend, I'll smile, I'll act like everything's fine, but I'll find a way to get her out of the picture or eventually run away if I can't abandon my child. And it, it, it's crazy because honestly, Stockholm Syndrome could kick in and you could actually be <laughs> fairly okay. <laughs> that, you could, you could. You know, it's Seriously. possible. Yeah, I mean, it's if you're, if you're one of those people possible. who... Okay, I'm not because I overthink and I'll think about everything she's ever done. But there's some people who can actually just like put that at the back of their minds. Yeah. So as long as you're the version she likes and you you stick around, you, you could in a very twisted way have a good life. Moderately, yeah. I mean, they they now have the money travels are solved. They have book deals, movies coming. The bar's been franchised. So yeah, what would you do? It's, I would try and get the child away from her. But like Mind you, she'll find you. Yeah. Huh? She's gonna find you. <laughs> She's amazing Amy. You guys are famous now. Although even if she doesn't find she could just go on the news and say you stole her child. And starts crying. Because in, in the public's minds, yeah. She's Obviously innocent, she's a survivor. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't say I'm going to kidnap the child, I meant legally. Like How will you prove that? How will you prove she's an unfit mother? Somehow, I would, I'd find a way. It it wouldn't happen overnight, but like you said, you'd bide your time and throw throw her off a cliff. I think killing her is the option. It's the only option. She just has to die, because all these options you're talking about, it's just one. Yeah, well, Cassidy and whatever. Uh-huh. If you even have one botched attempt. Do you understand the lens this woman will go to to make your life miserable? Jesus <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has to die. That, that's my... So, so do you not consider the same thing if you think about... You can't miskill someone. That's not what Just put her in a coma. She could stay alive. That's not what I was going. I was talking about uh, you staying and pretending you know, everything is okay. Yeah, it's as you bide your time. As you oh, look so for you a way can to, finally end to okay. neutralize her. Okay. I mean, I, I don't think I have a stomach to do it myself. Yeah. Could, you could hire a hitman or something. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, right. uh, so let's let's give a rating. Right. So for me, the good. Brilliant story. I'm a whore for twists. Everyone who, anyone who knows me, I love twists. Mm-hmm. In movies, in my life, surprise me. <laughs> as as he's wearing twist right now, but uh, um, I was constantly <laughs> on edge, not knowing where the story was going. So many twists and turns, great casting, um, and unlike most thrillers, I like the fact that anyone can enjoy this. Yeah, I think even our mom, she she oh, loved this yeah, movie. Yeah, she would, she would. Yeah, actually, she told me to watch it also. <laughs> really? Yeah, she, she, that means she's watched it. She's watched it. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. she told me to watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because some trailers are like a bit too niche. So you really have to. Well, well, uh, sorry. Yep. Yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, it's a bit niche. So you, you have to, like, like Chris Vanola movies, for instance, amazing. But, Ooh. you know, not anyone can follow that. But the story is, it's it's not simple, but it's very easy to follow. And that's not easy to do. Yeah. 
the bird. Uh, I think they turned on Nick a little too fast. The yeah. mother-in-law was angry at him for whatever reason. For being nice. The townspeople. Surely. It's like he was a, he was a witch. <laughs> yeah, the townspeople turned on him also yeah. after the pregnancy thing, which he didn't know about. Yeah. Um, also, Andy, no te- don't get a text back. you blasting him on national TV. Crazy. You know. Also, as I said, Margaret and Nick did not have sibling chemistry. It was a bit too sexual for yep. me. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Which was actually pointed out. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's a funny bit. I think this movie is really self-aware, like yeah. how Ben Affleck is villainous, how they didn't have that chemistry. Mm. I don't remember her name, her, her real name, Margaret's real name, but uh, she's in a TV show called The Leftovers. Ah. She's amazing. She okay. is amazing. Okay. Like, I thought she looked familiar. If you think she was good in this, like this is like times a hundred. She was the best, or th- this two best characters in that show. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll give it an eight out of ten. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do to start disagreeing. Maybe watch. Uh, not movies we don't like, but anyway, maybe we'll get the. So my rating is exactly the same, 8 out of 10. The bird, I agree with. Nick was instantly the villain. Because even when uh, Detective Rhonda, Rhonda? Bonnie? What's her, what's her name? I, I don't remember her name. Yeah, so when she walks in, you can tell she's already... He, her. So the detective and the officer Gill, I think immediately like you know are looking at him funny ah, the detective was objective the no, whole no, no, time. let me finish let me finish oh. so she was immediately suspicious but very objective she didn't let anything you know cloud the investigation her judgment she was suspicious because you know the, the way, yeah yeah so suppose, but she was objective she was very, very objective gil gil was fuckers. just you know <laughs> He's guilty. Lock him up. I don't know why you're even bothering with the evidence. You're you reading that notebook again. You know. Just be happy your wife is back. Yeah. yeah. And move on. Um, so yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't like that. The good. I I say this at the beginning. I will say it again. This is my takeaway. The dialogue. I absolutely loved the dialogue in this movie. It was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> to quote Nick, who was then told that fantastic is flippant, but yes, the dialogue is absolutely yeah, fantastic. Any girls out there who speak like that hit me up. Yeah, please. Yeah. Him. And uh, I think just before I finish, I'll go back to this director and the movies that he's directed. So I've not watched all of them, but the ones I have watched, you know, so we mentioned the one that we sh- that should not be spoken about. World War Z, anyone who's watched. Um, and then in series, he's directed a few episodes of Love, Death and Robots mm, okay. and House of Cards. Ooh. You know? Uh, music, funny enough, he's worked with a few artists, I think, for their videos or documentaries. Mm. Starting from... <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't do that. Uh, Michael Jackson. Okay. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Madonna. Aerosmith. The Rolling Stones, and you gotta have faith, faith, faith. George Michael, you know. Honestly, none of those interest me, but it's interesting. George Michael. <laughs> Ma- Ma- Michael. What do you think about George Michael? Fan? Oh, okay. 
Sorry. Until you go to Seleka and you're going to say something like, oh. No, unfortunately, no. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is that's all. All right. So, um, for those of you who've made it this far, I'm going to give you a reward. <laughs> the beginning of the movie, uh, the fourth anniversary, there's a riddle he couldn't solve and became a fight. Oh, uh, yeah. So, it was when poor Amy has a cold, this dessert just must be sold. If you give me an answer to this, uh, I will personally send you 500 shillings. We're not going to post this on socials. Actually, you know what? No, I cannot like 1,000. 500. <laughs> Unless Adrian wants to add. Nope. Okay. <laughs> 500. I will send it to you if you give me an answer that is correct to this. Again, it will not be posted in social. This is a reward for reaching the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yes, bless you. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'll add. I'll add the 500. 1,000 shillings. We have 1,000 shillings. To the the one who gives us the answer to this. It's really one. depressing if no one even attempts because that means... No one <laughs> got to the end. It's <laughs> like 10 minutes. Like, ah, yeah. Maybe not. Oof. Yeah. All right. So, this has been the first episode of Genre Glitch. I'm your host, Brian Miner. I'm your host, Edwin Googie. Thank you for listening. Follow us on our socials, genre underscore glitch. And whatever streaming platform you're listening on, Spotify, Apple Music, um, click follow as well. Subscribe on Apple Music. Give us a rating. Uh, if you have any movie suggestions talk to us anything you wanna complain about my voice how it takes my jokes you know his singing my singing anything my dancing which you can't really see but you know yeah Yeah. much appreciated thank you